Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 405, Seven Habits to Start in Seven Days to Guarantee a Year of Happiness, part one, by Mark Sharonoff of markandangel.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome back, or welcome for the first time. This is where I read to you every single day to help you live a more meaningful life. And I cover personal development, productivity, and minimalism mostly from some of the best bloggers and authors you can find, with their permission, of course. But for now, let's get right to the post and start optimizing your life. Seven Habits to Start in Seven Days to Guarantee a Year of Happiness, Part 1, by Mark Sharonoff of markandangel.com. In our busy, daily lives, it's easy to miss the forest for the trees and completely overlook some of the more obvious activities that can disproportionately affect our happiness levels. Luckily, we can go off more than just our intuition. There are lots of proven strategies that aim to create the right behavior that leads to a happier life. Now we take a look at seven of the more actionable pieces of advice you can start implementing over the next week. Number one, find meaning in your work. Last week I interviewed a motel housekeeper in Miami Beach for a side project I'm working on. Do you like your job? I asked. To my surprise, she smiled from ear to ear and was breathless for a couple seconds. She finally collected herself and said, I can't believe how much I love my job. I get to make dozens of our guests happy every day and feed my two beautiful children at the same time. Talk about a powerful perspective, right? A job is only just a job if you choose to see it as a job, but there's so much more to it. All work is a chance to be of service. All work is a chance to express your gifts and talents. All work is a chance to be helpful to other people. All work is a chance to change the world. It's up to you to find meaning in your work, whether you're a housekeeper, whether you're a police officer, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an astronaut or an entrepreneur. You must find meaning in your work so that every day you feel like you're on a purposeful mission. So I today challenge you, love what you do until you can do what you love. Love where you are until you can be where you love. Love the people you are with until you can be with the people you love most. This is the way we find happiness. Number two, embrace discomfort to gain mastery. Happy people generally have something known as a signature strength at least one skill set they become proficient at, even if the learning process made them feel somewhat uncomfortable at first. Over the past decade, we've coached thousands of people online and offline, and one lesson we've learned is that, yes, mastering a skill is just as stressful as you might think. However, the stress is positive. Although the process of becoming proficient at something takes its toll on people in the form of stress, people also admit that these same activities make them feel happy and satisfied when they look back on their days weeks, months, and years as a whole. They see their progress and they feel great about it. Truth be told, being terrible at something is the first step to being truly great at it. 
Struggle is evidence of progress. The more time you spend there, the faster you learn. It's better to spend an extremely high quality 10 minutes growing than it is to spend a mediocre hour running in place. You wanna practice at the point where you are on the edge of your ability, stretching yourself over and over again, making mistakes, stumbling, learning from those mistakes, and stretching yourself even farther. The rewards of becoming great in the long run far outweigh the short-term discomfort that's felt in the process of earning your stripes. Number three, detach yourself from your failures and successes. Self-worth that's attached to external merit can be quite fickle. For example, through our coaching, Angel and I have come to know that most university students who tie their self-worth to their schooling feel small boosts when they receive a good grade or graduate school acceptance letter, but feel harsh drops in self-worth when they don't. What these students are forgetting is that failure is not something you are, it's just something you experience. And the same is true for success. So remember that happy, successful people are often happy and successful in the long run for one simple reason. They think about failure and success differently. They don't take everything that goes wrong personally, and they don't get a big head when everything goes right either. Follow in their footsteps. Do the best you can and be a humble, lifelong learner. Never let success get to your head and never let failure get to your heart. Number four, be productive, not rushed. Being rushed puts you on the fast track to being miserable, period. But on the flip side, having nothing to do can also take its toll. Bad news for those who subscribe to the dream of doing nothing. The balance is just right when you're living a productive life at a comfortable pace, meaning you should be expanding your comfort zone often, but not so much that you feel frenzied and out of control. Easier said than done, but certainly a positive state to strive towards. One method to achieving this is to have heavy lifting and light lifting time slots scheduled each day. During the heavy lifting times, you go at it full force, and then as soon as a light lifting time slot arrives, you slow down. It's simply a matter of scheduling time every day to not be overly busy. Have dedicated downtime, clear points in the day to reflect, rest, and recharge. Don't fool yourself. You're not so busy that you can't afford a few minutes of sanity. Also, keep in mind that you can't always be agreeable to everyone else's requests and demands. That's how people take advantage of you. Sometimes you have to set clear boundaries. We all have obligations, but a comfortable pace can only be found by properly managing your yeses. Be willing to say no to most things so you're able to say yes to the right things. Read the one thing. Number five, hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Seven Habits to Start in Seven Days to Guarantee a Year of Happiness by Mark Sharonoff of markandangel.com. And that's it for today. I wish you a great one. Tomorrow is Friday, so that's exciting. I'll wrap up today's post then, so I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.